0: to Raising a Healthy Family. I'm your host, Natalie Schwartz. I am so here for this week's episode. I interview my good girlfriend, Gina Shade. She is a mom, she is an author, she is a health coach, and she's a successful online business entrepreneur. You guys, we talk all about quitting social media. That is right. Deleting Instagram and Facebook from your phone. She even deleted email from her phone. We go all over the place in this episode, but if this is for anybody who's curious or feeling that nudge internally, like you want to take a break from social media or just what is life like to not constantly pick up your phone and open that app and go to scroll. She shares her experience doing this, how it's been personally for her, how it's been for her as a mom, how it's been for her as a wife and as a business owner, and it's something that during the episode I was so, so wanting to do, and now that I'm recording the intro, it's been a few weeks. I have been off of social media now for a few weeks myself, and it has been so incredible. I think that everybody should listen to this, share this, give it a go, whether that looks like a week for you, two weeks for you, two months, or a year, whatever it is, we get into it in this episode, so I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for today's guest. It is my dear friend, Gina Shade. How are you? So good. I've been looking forward to this all week. I am so excited to have you on. Okay. So today I know we're going to talk about, you know, maybe a dabble a little bit into motherhood, but also like mostly talk about social media and you sort of have had this like inner calling or awakening or whatever, you know, I'll have you sort of explain what it is, but like this deep desire that you felt like you needed to shift off, shift your focus away from social media. And I know you're not 100% off of social media. So what I'd love for you to share with us, like, what does that look like for you? What does that mean for you? Because I know you were wanting to be more present in your life as a wife, as a mom, and just for Gina, just for yourself. So what does that look like?
1: Yes. So, it's probably been about 4 or 5 months or so, but I completely removed Facebook and Instagram um from my phone, and I actually I don't think we talked about this, but I actually have removed the email app from my phone also because oh I found that to my. be a distraction.
0: Yeah. I know I was like pulling
1: out the big guns.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um And then, you know, I have not checked Instagram for four or five months, but I do sometimes log into Facebook from my computer um, just to check a specific clean collective Facebook community group that I run just because that is definitely like one place online that brings me joy. So I didn't really feel like I needed to like, you know, air quotes, quit that. Um, So I would say that's maybe checking in from my laptop, like, three to five times a week with intent, like intentional, just to go to that group and interact um, with the gals there. Well, so good. that's kind of what it looks like for me.
0: Yeah. Cause I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I know you have like a bajillion hundred, you know, members in this group. I'm also part of it. Okay. Um, but you know, like, and you post valuable content in there and you have like a loyal following of people in there. So I was wondering like, how does that work? So I love that you said, like, I set aside time a few times a week with intention to just log into that group. You know be present because you run the group yes. and then you log off and oh my gosh so you took email off your phone too yes <laughs> so what do you do during the day how do you have their they there like no i i know right isn't that sick because it's like this is what our life has become and especially not because we're just like some moms who just sit at home and like scroll instagram but like we both have online businesses And being online and on social media and engaging with people, I feel a slave to that. Like, I feel like that's like you're not relevant if you're not there. And I I am so fascinated by your sort of shifting off of that because I envy that. And I don't know why it is that we feel like we can't do that. Um, so what has getting off of social media done for your mental health? Do you think, or like, where's there, or what was the need? Like, what was the calling for you that made you feel like you wanted to do that? Answer that first.
1: Yes. Well, I would say, um, there wasn't like one specific thing that happened where I'm like, I am going to totally be off social media. So there wasn't one set specific thing that like, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, but. I felt like over time, I was really almost like, this sounds bad to say, but like disengaged with my real life. Like I was yes. doing things throughout the day, like, you know, normal mom stuff, like cleaning the kitchen, getting the kids ready for school. But like in within all that, I would be tapping my phone for like, no reason. I'm just, it's like almost like an addiction, like mm-hmm. clicking social media apps. And so like, and so so i was feeling a little bit disconnected from the present moment of my real life and and when i'm around the people that i love the most um and then i also realized that when i would be on the apps and then i would leave the apps i really wasn't feeling better i was almost feeling worse kind of like you know comparing myself to what i was seeing online feeling like i'm not measuring up in my business or as a mom and so it just really felt noisy to me. And I'm somebody mm. that I've always like had a really good gut intuition. And, you know, I've I feel like throughout the years I've been courageous on following that intuition, even when like it wouldn't make sense on paper. But I felt like the more I was living in this social media world, it was almost like I couldn't even hear myself think. So yes. I think it was just a, a combination of those things where I'm like, you know, what would it be like to not feel a slave to this? Um, So, and, you know, I just kind of think of things as like an experiment. Um, Anytime I'm making changes in my business or in my life, I always think, well, I'm just going to try this for like three or four months and we'll see what happens. And um, so anyways, now that I've done it, it's just one of those things I'm like, I can't even imagine if I wouldn't have because it has been so awesome. Um, So life-giving.
0: Yes. And I, I, I love that. And I am like in my head thinking like, oh my gosh, like it would feel so good to do that because I too, and I think a lot of people who are listening to this can relate, whether you're a mom and you have an online business or not, or, or you're a mom and you work or you're a stay at home mom, like you get on Instagram. And I just don't think as people we are not meant to be inundated with that much information mm-hmm. about a bajillion people's lives in that short amount of time. I think it's overwhelming. It does make you feel like lack or comparison. Even if you're following people that like you know in real life or you admire, it can still bring up those feelings. And I love that you sort of touched on like when you got off of the app, you weren't feeling sometimes that great. And like I mm-hmm. noticed sometimes that – I have, like, this looming, just, like, this slight, like, right here, just right here in the back, like, anxiety. That's just sort of yeah. looming. That's sort of, and I went, like, um, a week without, you know, being really – active on Instagram. And I told Stefan, I go, I have not had that anxious feeling. Mm, Oh yeah. It's not like a full blown, like, Oh my God, I'm having anxiety and my heart is beating or anything like that. But it's like this anxious feeling of like needing to do more or not feeling enough. And, and I think that so many people who are listening to this, that are business owners, or you're starting out on Instagram or social media or whatever, it can feel very unhealthy in Mm -hmm. a sense, you know? Yes. And go, go, go. Yes. Oh,
1: I was going to say one thing. I was having a conversation a few months ago with my friend Courtney and about this topic. And she's like, we are not made to see into somebody else's kitchen. Like 20 mm-hmm. years ago, you wouldn't know what your neighbor down the street was cooking for dinner, or you wouldn't know what your girlfriend two States away was cooking for dinner. And so it's just like, we have this inside look into people's lives, which then for whatever reason makes us feel like we're not living up or like what we're doing is not good enough. Where you know, I could be happy with my weekend with my family. And then I could go on to Instagram or Facebook on Sunday and see, oh, this group of girls, they all did this over the weekend. And now what happens now I feel left out or like, I'm not a part of something when, if I had not even opened the app, I would have been perfectly content, you yes. know, with, with my situation. So, so interesting.
0: Yes, it is so interesting. So I want to know when you first decided to do this experiment, how long, like was it days or was it a week? Did it take you to stop that just subconscious, like just grabbing your phone to open up to the app?
1: Oh, <laughs> I would, it, well, first of all, it's so eye opening when mm-hmm. you actually remove the apps from your phone. How much you actually pick up your phone almost without thinking? You know, move your thumb, scroll, or go to click the app. And I would say the first two days it was like hard. Like I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I never, I've, I'm not a smoker. I've never given up cigarettes, but it kind of reminded me of that feeling of like wanting what you can't have, like when mm-hmm. you're trying to give up something. Um, so that the first few days I feel like were super hard, but very eye opening. And then I would say probably like a week or so in, it got easier and normal. And because I could see the benefit of not being constantly plugged into social media, then it just, it was easier. It was kind of like, yeah, almost like you say that anxiety, that's kind of like in the back of your mind. It just, you just feel more free, I guess.
0: Yeah, I I agree for the small amount of time that I have tried this and I've also had a conversation with my girlfriend Katie Roof, shout out if you're listening. But we <laughs> hey, Katie. <laughs> hey Katie. Um but we have this conversation often too and it's sort of like yeah, the idea of like you're not supposed to see into someone's kitchen. I feel like there's almost no value of privacy anymore. Yes. It's like And when you open yourself up, like in your family, then people, you invite people in to place judgment or you have to give some sort of um, cancel culture warning if you're sharing something controversial. You know, like there's just so many people on the internet have an opinion and you're constantly seeing all of these things. And I don't think it's natural. And I don't know at what point and obviously I'm not uh, you know advocating I don't think you are either like everyone has to delete their social apps and never go on them but I think it's like at what point do we open our eyes and go okay there has to be some sort of balance in some sort of healthy relationship with this because I yes. hear from, I think about oh my god if this was around when I was in high school I feel like my mental health like I would not be well you know, like you oh, get yeah. to see who's with who, who's doing this, like you know, all the things. So I think it's so interesting. So did you delete email at the same time as the social apps or did you wait till later?
1: I waited till later because what I realized it, it's almost like if there was a segment of like boredom, let's just say, mm-hmm. or not being engaged with something during the day or maybe even not, maybe I'm still doing things, but I was then because I was not clicking the social apps. Like, I feel like before I deleted social media, it was like Facebook, Instagram, email, text message, like you're checking all the things. And then, you know, after having deleted the apps and feeling so much freedom from that, I was still finding that I was checking my email, like multiple times throughout the day and I would check it and I don't even have time to respond to what I'm looking at. So then I'm looking at the same email like three times, you know, so now it's just like, I sit down, I I will only do email from my computer and I'll just sit down and be, and it's great because I can whip through my email now way quicker. And it's just like, I know I'm sitting down and I'm going to go through my emails. I'm going to respond to what I open or delete, you know, what I don't need. Yeah. Um, And it seems so crazy because it's like, I don't know who doesn't have email on their phone. And there have been times where I'm like, oh, I need that receipt or like I need to look up that order number. But um, it's been so good. Like so good.
0: I think it's just like a great experiment. Like I'd love to put like a little challenge group together because it's like, guess what? I don't fucking need to look at my email. I do the same shit. Like I'll open Instagram. Then I'll – like I never – I literally loathe Facebook. Like you can't even pay me to get on Facebook. But like it's like I'll open Instagram and then I'll check my email. And it's like, guess what? I'm a stay-at-home mom. Nobody's really emailing me, you know? It's like so much junk mail. You know, I'm like, let's get real. Oh, yeah. So So
1: another tip, when I first did this, I would open up my email on my computer and I'd be like, Oh, my gosh! I have like twenty five emails from all these stores. So I went through and now I just unscribe, 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 uh, unscribe. So I feel like that's another little tip too. It's just it just saves so much time because you're not deleting all of those emails, you know, from that yes. random Christmas present you bought somebody two years
0: ago. Yes, yes. no, I love that. And so tonight, that's so why I had to push our podcast date back a little bit because Stefan is working. So I took Jack to his Cub Scouts meeting. And so like they're like doing their thing with their little pack or den or whatever. And all of the parents are sort of like on the outside walls of the gym. I looked around every single parent except maybe four were on their phone the entire time. And look, I will fuck around with some Instagram and like cruise my social media apps, but I do not, when I'm with my child at an event, you will not ever catch me with my phone out. And this is not to pass judgment if if you're doing that. But for me personally, I'm showing up there to watch him interact and to be doing all those things. And it's just a reminder too, like even in the doctor's office, if you're sitting in the waiting room nobody's making eye contact anymore. Nobody's even reading the free magazines that are in front of them. Everyone is buried immediately. It's like we've become so uncomfortable with being human and interacting and smiling and striking up a conversation. We just immediately pull our phone out and put our face down.
1: A hundred percent. I was totally thinking that when you were talking, it's almost like the uncomfortableness of looking somebody in the eye or saying hello to a stranger or making a new adult friend at your kid's activity is like, so uncomfortable that it you it's easier just to look right at that phone. And it's almost like you would rather do that because it's easy and it's like a quick hit, um, you know, versus like truly building connection with people. And it's just so crazy. But if you think about it, you know, I, I don't know this exact statistic, but it's like we're on our phones and on technology more now than ever. But, you know, there's these increased rates of depression and anxiety, but it's like, we really need that human connection to flourish. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. It's just, I just feel so passionately about human connection and like loving the people right in front of you and loving your neighbor. And if you are constantly in your phone, you're missing out on all these beautiful opportunities that life is giving you, like right in front of your your eyes, yeah. Um, so, anyways, so, so fast. I could I'm, go on and
0: on. <laughs> no, I'm good because that kind of leads me into my next question, which is, what have you learned about yourself, yourself as a mother, being more intentional with your time, and not on social media? Like, has there been anything that's come up?
1: Well, oh, that's a good question. I feel like my boundaries have gotten like very good. Um, so, I feel like I could. And I might because I'm like never going to say I'm never going to go back. I feel like I could go back to social media with like really strong boundaries around it. Mm -hmm. Um, But not only are my boundaries better on social media, but I just feel like my boundaries are better in um, my work. I feel like I have a little bit better boundaries in my personal life. So that's been sort of affirming, just kind of like getting rooted into what I believe and sort of standing up for them and putting boundaries in place. Um, I really, I think learning just as a person and as a mom, learning that what I need is that connection with real people and that I get fulfilled when I'm, you know, real life with somebody with my kids. And so that's something where I don't think I would ever go back to how I was behaving on social media, because now I just value so much more of that, like in-person connection. And not that I didn't before, but it just, I don't know, it took the break, I guess, to realize that. Yeah. Um, And I'm also like much more patient as a mom when I'm not on social media, just because I would feel like if, you know, we're in the middle of like that five o'clock rush in the kitchen and I should be cooking dinner and helping my kids get things ready, but somehow I got sucked into an Instagram feed and then my son comes into the kitchen and is like, hey mom, can I have water? And I'm like, wait, what? You know, like I'm distracted.
0: Yes. So I feel yes. like if
1: I don't have that distraction, like I can give like my full self to my kids. Yes. Um, so yeah, I I I feel like there's not one main takeaway that I learned, but just going through it. I just feel more peace in all areas of my life. Um, I feel reconnected to my intuition. Yeah. So it's just been so centering. Like I feel rebalanced, I guess, if that makes
0: sense. I love that you said that because a girlfriend of mine, she, you know, did the same thing, like got off Instagram, like deleted the app. She only checks it once in a while from her computer. And she said too, she goes, I needed to take a break because I was following these, you know, influencers or following these people. She goes, and I lost touch with my own intuition, my own ability to make decisions Mm -hmm. for myself. Like I was buying things or eating a certain way or making decisions based off of people that I was following that I didn't know in real life, you know? And I just think that that is so true. So- uh, you know, and I've been guilty of this too. Like, oh my God, like this wellness guru person who I love and, you know, I, I love following like they're drinking this. I, I'm i going to try that. You know what I mean? And yes. then we are so influenced that I think it is so important to sort of quiet the noise and mm. the yes. outside and reconnect with your intuition because that is something that we have to rely on so heavily or yes. that we need to get reconnected with. Um, what would you say or do you have any advice? Maybe you maybe you do or you don't, but for business owners or moms who have like online businesses, like have you found that it's been hard to keep your business afloat, or do you have sort of like a schedule where you check in, or how do you how do you feel with that?
1: Well, I would say um in terms of the clients that I already had acquired, let's just say before going off social media, I touch base with them mostly through text and email. And so I don't feel like that has changed at all, like just still same um, communication. And I still feel like I can give to them, you know, and the other thing, a lot of those women are in my Facebook community. And like Mm -hmm. I said, I do go there intentionally so I can still share um, educational information, which is super important to me. And, you know, I think that for, I will be honest that for a few months, I almost felt a little lost not having social media because I was used to, you know, like if I, if I thought of so-and-so, I might send them an Instagram message and begin a conversation Mm -hmm. or, you know, you can meet people like through social media and it's not all bad, So it just, because when I first started my business, it was mostly in person sharing um, beauty counter and doing skin consults. And then when COVID hit, we pivoted hard, all of us did to doing our businesses online. And I got so used to having online conversations that when I purposely took myself offline, I had to remember that my business was built person to person Mm -hmm. and having real conversations with people. And so um, it's just different. It's like still working towards the end result, but just how you do it is a little bit differently. So instead of connecting virtually, I'm making it a point to connect with women in person. Mm -hmm. And it just feels more authentic to me also. Like that's just how I'm wanting to communicate with people, my friends, my family, my loved ones. Um, And so it makes sense that that's also how it would feel good for me to communicate to my clients. Um, And so I think that, you know, should a business woman be thinking, could I do this? Is this going to hurt my business? I will say it has not hurt my business at all. Um, It has allowed me to care for people even deeper. It's just getting creative on how you are going to begin new contacts And the other thing is you can, you can still do things online, but giving yourself the break will give you that like space and clarity to figure out how can I still be present online if I choose to be in a way that is better for my life and like has boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can't, I think it's hard to figure that out unless you kind of do that full break. And like we've been saying, get quiet with yourself and be able to hear what you're inner intuition is telling you.
0: Yes. I think that's so good. And I feel like that's something that I need to do and that I'm going to do too, is to like take the break to be able to get quiet and listen like what where can I show up the best or how can I do this in a way that feels good and not just like because you're so for me personally like being having my business online I'm inundated with so much information constantly looking at what she's doing and then this is doing and then this is role and then you are trying to like hone in this one path and it's like just like squirrel squirrel you know yes. like it's just like what the heck it, it you know I think it is crazy
1: well, and I've been thinking about that because I'm like, I, I do kind of feel like I could come back, but I would want to have a little more. And this is like speaking in business terms, but like a little bit more strategy with mm-hmm. like how I'm posting and what and how I'm showing up versus just kind of your, like not like kind of like willy nilly. Like I'm not saying my what I shared was not educational or um, entertaining or whatever, but it just there was no strategy and so it felt kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, this this feels kind of vulnerable, vulnerable because it is kind of embarrassing in a way for whatever reason. But when, before I took the break, I was even finding myself like, I would be doing something with my family or cooking a meal or at a restaurant. And I'm worried about like taking a picture for Instagram stories more so than I am just like, being in the present moment and enjoying a bite of freaking delicious food or like splashing with my kids in a, in the beach, you know? So it's just yes. like, I don't know. I feel that is like
0: not just so you know, that is not embarrassing. I know that that was vulnerable for you to share. And I'm so glad that you shared that, but girl, my whole beginning in my career was the same. Like I would freak out, like I have to get dressed cute. Like we need a photo op out of us taking Jack to the park. And Stefan would be like, girl, hone it in. You know, like you are not Beyonce. Like we don't have to have a photo shoot at the park. You I know? mean, and- your
1: pictures were always cute
0: though. <laughs> I know, you know, but it's just like also too, it's like you're serving a curated life to people you don't know. You know, rather than – because our kids are so little too and rather than missing these moments that you're not going to get back and they go by so quickly, worrying about how can I get some Instagram content out of this. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. It's just crazy. So that's why I'm like, I think that for female business owners, the break is good. And you can just tell yourself it's an experiment. I'm going to try it for this long. And, and you, and when you kind of know why you're wanting to do something, when people question you, then you can feel more confident in sharing like why you're taking a break. And I think that you'll find like most people like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or like, I need to do that. So you might inspire people. But then it's like, you can come back online feeling a little bit more, um, you know, feeling like you have a little bit more of a strategy and like knowing how you want to show up in a way that's not going to take away from your family and your life.
0: Mm, That was so, so good. All right. So back in the day, I feel like it's almost been 10 years since we were met in health coaching school (laughs) and nutrition school, but we started our health coaching businesses. And I know you kind of touched on this too, but we started our health coaching businesses in person, right? Like Instagram was not what it was that long ago. And I know like, you know, there was Facebook and stuff like that, but do you think that we need to start moving back in the direction of like, now that the world is like less whatever, you know, moving back in the direction of making those real connections with people in real life. You know, obviously you can reach more people online for sure, but I think there is something so beautiful and important about connecting as a business owner in your community and showing up and serving there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I do think there is something to be said for person to person interaction. And I do think, you know, when you like, I just think about us starting out as health coaches, like you do have to work with those people one-on-one to like gain your skills and understand what the needs of the market are. Um, to then even pivot to like online programming. And so, you know, I just think that it's not that you can't do both, but maybe figuring out what as a service provider, um, if you're a health coach or any other sort of service you offer to people, what makes you feel connected and fulfilled? Because when you, the provider are feeling connected and fulfilled in your own life, then you have the ability to show up for the people that you're working for, like to your fullest potential and to be able to really serve them. So I think it's, I think it's, that's one aspect is kind of figuring out where you shine in your role so you can really give to your clients and then, you know, I think that we probably will see going back to in-person because I do, I, you know, if you and I are sitting here talking about this, we can't be the only ones who are missing that connection. Yes. Regardless of whether you're the provider or you're somebody seeking a health coach or any other service. So I think we will see a shift going back now that things are opening up and people feel more comfortable, you know, being out in the world. I do think people are craving that connection that just can't be found um, online unless, you know, you're sitting talking to somebody one-on-one with Zoom or something like that. So yeah, um, I hope that we see more of it because I really do feel like it makes the world a better place, you know, when we're there in person loving on each other.
0: Yes. No, I agree. And I think that this was such a good, important conversation to have. And I think it's an important conversation to have with yourself alone and think, how do I feel about myself and about life when I get off of social media after I'm scrolling or whatever? Um, And then Say, hey, like maybe you take a break for four days, or maybe you take a break for a week or two weeks, or see how that goes. I think it's good to get unplugging from social media curious, you know, because I think. We are so inundated with so much information and connecting back to yourself in a quiet space, connecting back to your children, to your husband. You know, my Steph and I always, like, cringe a little when we go out to dinner, like, for a date night, and there's a couple at the table, and they're both head down just on their phones. Oh, I know. It's like you are there to connect, and... You know, even with kids, like we've been doing no screens for the kids because I felt like Jack is five and he lost interest completely in using his creativity, playing with any of his toys. It was like the instant dopamine or whatever hit of like a screen changing and the constant It's the easy Mm -hmm. gratification for doing nothing. You just get to sit there and be entertained. Okay. I would be like, we're not doing screens today. You know, like let's build Legos or something that he really loves. And he'd be like, I don't want to do that. I'm bored. Or there's nothing to do. Or he'd just be hanging on me or falling off the couch. And I was like, we have to like do it cold turkey. And I think that as adults, we need the same thing. We are like desensitized to being with each other and even our spouses. So- I think it's a really great conversation. Yes. And I'm and so glad that you were able to come on and share your experience. And I feel like it gives all of us hope and like definitely gives me <laughs> gives me something to look forward to. And I think like yo, how badass are you that you're just like, fuck, I'm deleting email too, you know? But it's <laughs> But it makes sense because it's like it is. It's like, guess what? Back in the day, you would have to be at your computer, yeah, to check your email to see that Victoria's Secret emailed you a coupon. It's like you don't yeah. need to be refreshing for that in your yes. email.
1: I know I've had people say, Well, I could I couldn't delete my email. I'm like, why not? Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we just like tell ourselves these stories like I, you know, I'm going to miss out on things or like I can't do that or just all these silly things. But it's like we actually like we can and we'll be okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, it's so, so true. Do you have anything else you want to add about your experience or how it's made you feel or your connection with husband, yourself, kids, anything
1: I mean, the only thing I'll just say is it really has been like such a transformational experience and it's been so eye-opening in so many ways. So I love how you said, like, get curious about air quotes quitting social media. And I think if you're listening to this and you're kind of feeling like, man, like, I wish I could do that. Or like, I wonder what that would be like. I would just tell you to trust your intuition and try it. Try it for a week, two weeks, a month. Um, I think you'll be surprised at how much joy you find in your everyday life, like things that you are missing that are right in front of you.
0: Mm, that is so good and so true. Mm-hmm. Tell us where can we find you? Where I know it's not going to be on social media. No, <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. But like, <laughs> You do have an amazing newsletter, which I get, which I love, and you have your Clean Collective group on Facebook. So tell us where people can find you, and I will also link – to all of that in the show notes too yes
1: so my website is GinaShade.com so you can find all the information there um I would love to have you if you are interested in clean skincare solutions and overall health and wellness I'd love to have you join my Facebook group um I will give that to Natalie so she can share it in the notes And then I will also share a link, uh, for my clean beauty cheat sheet. And when you grab the cheat sheet, that will get you on my email list. And I send an email maybe like twice a month. So just full of good content. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you. And I appreciate this opportunity, um, tonight, Natalie, to chat with you and with
0: all of your listeners oh my gosh I love you so much you can come back anytime I feel like we need to do multiple podcasts on different topics because I love chatting with